Hello, friends and foes, and welcome back to the Yes And Podcast, hosted by Becky, Tessa, and yours truly, RJ. On this podcast, we discuss creative collaborations, creative aspirations, and some other stuff along the way. And sometimes, we're even joined by some very, very, very special guests. In this episode, we're joined by Natalia Z one of Seattle's premier dance instructors, the founder of Z-Theory, and overall, one of my favorite humans. We're so excited to have her on this podcast. We're so excited for her to share all of her deep and profound wisdom with all of us. And overall, we're just excited. So thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoy this episode of Yes And. And... Yes. And. Tessa, Tessa, one, two, three. Beautiful. Okay. It's a little echoey, but I mean, it's an apartment, so. Yeah, that's fine. Echoey's fine. Yeah. Okay. Echoey. And it's recording. All right. Back to our topics? Yep. We're picking a topic for the day. Um, barking at strangers, being weird, and building connections. Creative inspired. couture. What? I was gonna say inspired by me. you. <laughs> what? Why? What inspired it? Do you do that to people? I, I just said it randomly to RJ one day, and now it's become a thing. <laughs> nice. While we're choosing, um, we have a guest today. <laughs> Hello. Creative shark. I'll just let you guess who that is based on that. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> we just say your name. Why is it awkward? You are the most prepared of everyone well, to say my name. I'm so, I bet I'm going to mess it up. That's okay. We have Natalia Sarevna Jazovskaya. Beautiful. That was the, good. On the yeah. podcast today. But you know her as Natalia Z. Founder of Z Theory. Good job. Where movement meets mindset. <gasps> wow. Wow. <laughs> my God. Wow. You're hired. We should also introduce ourselves, because we didn't do that. Okay, <laughs> sure. I'm Becky. I'm Becky. <laughs> I'm RJ. I'm Tessa Tessa123. <laughs> Yay. And we don't know what we're talking about today. No, we're trying to pick fine. a topic. Anyway, welcome to Yes And, where movement meets mindset. Wait, no, we can't. <laughs> Let's take it. Let's take Matt's it. like, I'm leaving. Fuck this shit. Matt? <laughs> uh, What are some things that you feel very strongly about recently? I feel strongly about? Like in this era of your life. I feel like something that would be really easy for you to talk about right now is like the rising tides topic. Why you shouldn't throw your competition overboard? Because I feel like you've just been saying that a lot recently. Like, rising tides raise all ships, blah, blah, blah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us about this era of your life and then we can pick a topic from there because I feel like this is a very eventful time for you. Yeah. I think if I were to sum it up, it would be uh, the quote, it takes a village. Mm-hmm. Um, and if we're bringing up competition, a village mm-hmm. will have people doing the thing you're also doing, which is mm-hmm. very good. It means multiple sources are mm-hmm. raising um, the level of what you want to be doing but I think this season for me is up until this 
point, I've been kind of a loner when it comes to being a creative. Uh, I've been in my room for many years making things and doing it all myself and actually um, holding a lot of pride in that identity, holding a lot of pride in being the doer that makes it and edits it and creates it and then releases it and has the hats and I think last year I just realized it was no longer sustainable for me. So this year has been really vulnerable in the sense that I've been trying to embody that uh, that idea of the fact that it takes a village and delegate to people, even though that means I can't be in full control of something, um, and trust in other people, which I have problems with, but am getting better at. So, <laughs> yay! <laughs> so this season is very much, I mean, we just finished the Theory Academy yesterday, right, with our project, and it just feels like that... I look at that project and I realize that I couldn't have done that project alone. Mm -hmm. And that is, that means it was worth it. That mm -hmm. means it was, uh, that was a plan. Mm -hmm. That was the plan. It was to use everybody and their strengths and to delegate so that we can make something bigger than all of us. Um, but that being said, I was actually thinking a lot about Becky um, yesterday too, because, you know, we missed you there, obviously. And, um, I mean, RJ, you were coming up to me, and Tessa was coming up to me, and a bunch of people were coming up to me. They were like, oh, thank you so much. We've grown so much from Z-Theory. But it's not just Z-Theory. Z-Theory is once a week for two hours. The friendships you make and the projects Becky is making, the projects Julia is making, the projects like Isaiah is making, the classes that are happening. Kristen Grace. Kristen Grace. Mason, Mason, The fact that um, like Julia is making projects. I think Ash just made a project. Mm -hmm. Carly made a couple projects. So it's like those things are you all supporting each other while the program is happening, and other teachers, other pillars also supporting mm -hmm. this thing that is rising. So competition. It's not even competition. Competition in the sense that maybe we like teach classes the same time or something throughout the week, but um, if students are cross-training and being a part of multiple projects at the same time, it just means they're getting better faster. Mm -hmm. That's really good. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. yeah, so just some context for our listeners. Um, Matt Talizi is a Seattle-based dance instructor, um, and we just finished a season of Z Theory Academy, which is a heels training program three months long. Um, this next year in 2020, she's also opening up Z Theory Company, which is a heels dance company. This year, 2022. Uh, oh, 2022. Thank you. 2020 Z. 2020 Z. Z. <laughs> um, oh, that's cool. I know RJ is like the buzz queen. Or is it Z O Z Z? I, I tried. <laughs> I, I hated it. I hated it. become like a community pillar and I'm very impressed and like I'm so honored to like 
have been there like through the journey. You were there. You were there for Megusta, <laughs> which you will never see. Just kidding. I mean, I like it, but whatever. No, it's okay. We but the it. I think it's in, like, but I think it's important to note that like you like your community was where I met all. I mean, I met you at, at Westlake, I guess before, but it. Or sorry, I pointed at Natalia when I said that. Natalia's community <laughs> was where, like, it was what connected all of us. It was like you, you came along and you were like, "Hey, Seattle, like, which of you are serious dancers?" At least in the area of heels, and that brought everyone together. So it's like, okay, well, these are people that actually want to grow. So it's like that wouldn't have happened without Z Theory. But yeah, thank you. Like, um, but yeah, it's like, it's um, yeah. So that's the part is so exciting. Is it's it empowers everybody to understand that it's their responsibility to level up. It's not mm-hmm. any one, it, it's not supposed to ever be any one person's job to be that for everybody. It's impossible for that to yeah. make, that to work that way. Yeah, for sure. And that's how we make Seattle a hub for dance. Okay, hey, seriously though, like it is hap- like it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I like, just really feel it, like that, that yeah. And, and this topic of, like, rising tide raises all ships. Yes. Wait, is that the right word? Yeah, Who's rising tide raises all ships. I almost said sinks. Yes. <laughs> 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 oh. <laughs> Part two, the sequel. <laughs> That's more like a... Never mind. No, but, yeah. But, like, I think that that is... It's just cool to think about, like, I don't know, five years from now or whatever when... I really do Two feel years. like... Yeah, or, like, next year... The year of Zaz. Two years. Two Zaz. years. I feel like Zaz is going to like, oh and then the yeah, year after. Stop, yeah. Stop. <laughs> Calling it Zaz. Zaz. Sorry, the branding's already happened. Oh, the Wizard of Zaz. That's ah! That's <laughs> nice. Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. This is so crazy, too. Last night at, at the end of Z Theory, RJ and I were like, I think 2022 or 2020 Z gonna be our year okay i will say i said that because becky said that to me that wasn't just me i was like yeah i was like but we uh, because it's gonna be our year it's just like it is. it's just spilling between us yeah <laughs> i mean i think we just we have like we have the series dancers we have like i don't know just there it just like what blew my mind with the holiday project we did was just how like so many it was like there were just so many little random niches that got filled mm-hmm. like I had the idea for, like, the script or whatever, and I was like, who would I want to do this? And it was, like, immediately I could just think, like, I know who I want the Snow Gals to be. I know, like, I want Brandon to be, like, the weird... They're not weird, <laughs> but, like, the manager. And then, like, Heather's an actress and, like, all this stuff. And then, like, Jade's been doing all the costume stuff. And it's just, like... And makeup. It just feels like this little puzzle that is, like... You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just, like, I just feel like it, things are about to get really big. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. Or, yeah, and not that that not that like that's where everyone has to stay, but it's just like it just goes to show that like you just kind of do things and then yeah. the gaps get filled. Mm-hmm. Jump yeah. in, yeah. that will appear. You trust yeah. that it'll figure itself out for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the last thing I'll say on that topic of uh, it taking a village is it was really cool uh, for dance day to see our beginner class was the first uh, class that sold out. Which, mm. and I, yeah. I just hadn't met any of those people before, mm. which is great. Pretty much anybody. And I was like, oh, y'all are here, and you're ready to learn, and you're ready to figure, like, know what this is all about. Same with the intermediate class. 
there were people that took the bus up from Renton. I was Whoa. like, wow, Whoa. hello, you were committed. Yeah, it's just people came oh, out. So damn. Cool. Yeah, it was pretty cool to see. So I think we're growing slowly. Well, okay, you do offer your foundations too, but I think that's a huge market or like a place that hasn't been explored, or maybe it has been explored, but like now that like everyone's leveled up with you, like mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes your open level fields class is no longer accessible to beginners. Yeah. So like it's good mm-hmm. that you're offering these beginner classes. Yeah. I'm aware of that. You should do pop-ups in the city of Seattle for beginners. So, because I think people get scared about the eight-week commitment. Yeah. I think they would be intrigued by a, a one or two day pop-in dance underground or something yeah. kind of like we did this summer mm-hmm. anyway that's not a topic mm-hmm. rising tides community collaboration who do you hate here in seattle oh my gosh. <laughs> i'm just kidding i'm just kidding let's sink, let's, <laughs> let's sink a ship let's sink a ship let's sink a ship the village to sink a ship no oh, just kidding yeah Don't answer that. <laughs> no, on, no, I'll answer it because the the reason I can't think of a single person is because no good teacher could have made it through COVID. Mm. Like the people we have now being pillars of, of the community. No bad teacher could have made it through COVID. Oh, whoops! <laughs> awkward. <laughs> Suck. They all said no. No, like no, yeah, no, no teacher that didn't love it. Just completely just put so much heart into it could have could have made it through two years of COVID so now the pillars that we do have are the people that really stuck it out and really held true and made it about the students and made it about pivoting and making it work and now are um kind of pretty much taking the communities that they developed over quarantine and bringing them to life now Mm -hmm. is what it feels like yeah um so yeah there's no bad teachers right now because of that so for our listeners um the mic died (laughs) so um we're back lesson learned lesson learned learned. check the battery you know what they say delusion is good I mean, yeah. Oh my god. So fun. far it works. <laughs> I've just kind of been riding the delusion train. I usually follow, you know what they say. Don't really call well. it delusion, so, call it naivety. Because naivety mm. gets people really far. The second you get to that point where you look at yourself in the mirror and you see everything that's wrong with you, is actually, if you're the type of character or personality that, it, that makes you stop or slow down, it's almost better to continue to be naive. For as mm-hmm. long as possible because you just you progress so much faster when you're not questioning yourself mm-hmm. you just grow yeah i miss so that true. i miss that so mm-hmm. much and i see that in a lot of this new wave now and i'm like yes go 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 mm-hmm. because this is while you feel this way frankly that's the fastest you're gonna grow that's mm-hmm. the fastest that was the fastest growth spurt i had for mm-hmm. sure was when we were just i look back and i'm like you can't you can't explain why you take the bus to Westlake for an hour every day to spend four hours there and then get picked up by your mom and then do it the next day. You mm-hmm. really have a million other things to do. You can't explain why you're making all these projects with your friends. Like as long as you do it and just don't, yeah, just don't question it. Just keep going. I relate to that. It's like the second you give your brain the opportunity to like overanalyze what it is you're doing. Like, 
no one's perfect. You're going to find the problems and you're going to fix it on them. Mm-hmm. So it's like, just like turn it off, show up, do, do the thing, wait a year, you'll be great. <laughs> yeah. You just have to do it. I mean, I, t- yeah. I was telling you about this, like in the beginning of the year, even through like our little, our little notes. And it's like, you just have to do it. Mm-hmm. You just have to do it. If you're thinking about it, you're not doing it. If you're judging yourself, you're not doing it. If you're moping about how bad you are, you're not doing it. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> Every bad practice is just one bad practice closer to a good one. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and every bad project too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the more important question is what kind of person do you want to be? Do you want to be some kind of? Do you want to be the person that thinks about creating, or do you want to be the person that wakes up and writes ten podcast prompts on their laptop and gives <laughs> it to their friends <laughs> later and laughs about it? You know, mm-hmm. or do you want to just be? Yeah, do you want to be doing it, or do you want to be thinking about it? Maybe there's a happy medium. Maybe you don't need to pelt them with ten texts during the middle of the workday. <laughs> Unprompted. <laughs> I wasn't working, I was like, I can't read all of these. <laughs> I didn't realize the depth of all of them until just now. Yeah. So now I feel like I have to go back and reread. A lot of them don't make sense. But it doesn't have to. Sometimes, they, yeah. sometimes all you have is the title. All you've got is the the spark of an idea, and you just kind of chase it. And yeah. you figure out the substance, the meat, the vegan meat, later. <laughs> <laughs> you figure out what Zaws to put on it, how to spice it up. Zaws. Zaws. Wow, I can't believe we're bringing that back. <sighs> random thought. Random, sorry, random fact. Sauce was my first dance company, so Zaws is a play on words. 2.0. Yeah, Zaws is Z Theory Sauce 2.0. And our tagline. 2022. 2022. Zaws. And our tagline for Sauce was adding flavor to your iFood. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Zaws. Zaws. Adding Zaws. This is like a generic one, but like at this point in your creative process, what is your favorite thing right now? Sleeping. Nothing. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Yay. Yeah, I am. A, I'm tapped out of ideas, you guys. I just need a second, and I'm gonna go eat a bunch of things and sleep a lot and watch Christmas movies. Hell yeah! And repower. I have to trick my brain. I have to be like, this is this is good for your creativity. This is productive rest. You're productively resting. So, it's not a trick, it's real. Yeah, I'm productively yeah. resting, but I have to tell myself that <laughs> it's productive. <laughs> Another sponsor, Julia Cameron. <laughs> you have to, um, as she says, refresh your well. So mm. your creative well, you can't keep fishing because you're, yeah. there's not going to be enough fish. So you have to feed them and nurture them and then there'll be more fish. Yeah, I think... With ramen, feed them with ramen. Oh, I did, today. And then I fell asleep, so it's working well so far. But, uh, yeah, I feel like we've had a great season with a bunch of projects. I actually have a couple still backlogged that I need to edit, so I feel... I still feel kind of... A under, couple? Yeah, I still feel kind of under pressure to finish those. What is backlogged? I, huh? What is backlogged? Supernova? You just, you don't know. Oh, your, your own yeah, stuff. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. That yeah. are just, okay. That are just sitting there. Okay. That are just sitting there. And you mean you don't want to spill the tea on this podcast? Um, 
I mean, one of them is a collaboration I did with a good friend named Spencer <gasps> from Broadway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, who lives in, I think he's in LA now, but... Did he come to your, like, improv thing? He did, yeah. Okay, I remember him. We did something with him. And then one was a poem. That one's a, that one a I've been poem? Sick. Yeah, a poem that I made. Mm. You and wrote a video, poem? And a video that I filmed over two years ago that I still haven't released, so I'm just kind of sitting on these oh things. God. Yeah, that's so cool. Is it? Yeah, no, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just, uh, yeah, I still feel kind of underwater with projects, Mm -hmm. even though... Who threw you overboard? Hmm? Sorry, I'm just connecting with the title. Oh. (laughs) What pirate took your shot? (laughs) 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 I just like the pirate. sounds like stealing virginity or something. Oh, no. Canceled. (laughs) But right now... Yeah, I think until I have to, I have to just chill for a second mm-hmm. first, okay. and be okay with that. But anyway, happy about your project. <laughs> yeah, I'm so excited, excited to, see to see it. To see it. Yeah. I like have. We'll I'm see. coming in completely blind. I'm really excited about like seeing it. And, yeah. What are the things that we dying to know in Nat's mind? Yeah. Oh gosh. Let's pick that. Babe. How do you do it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I that. actually, that is something. So. I feel like we sometimes RJ and I stay after Z Theory and we've gotten to talk to Carly. And it's like yeah, and we talk this, we talk shit about you so much. Oh gosh, yeah, fuck that. No, <laughs> like, hi Carly. You have <laughs> such a like can-do attitude. I don't know. Maybe like <laughs> how do you that? stay so delusional uh, and make it work? <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Carly will have a lot to say about that. I'm sure. <laughs> we should have had you and Carly on. That yeah, funny. I'm sure. <laughs> She Next definitely week grounds, yeah, she definitely grounds me a little bit. Um, I don't know. I would like to think... Okay, so the one thing I am really delusional about is time. Mm. How much time it takes to make something. I don't... But I think I just get so pumped about an idea that it doesn't really matter anymore. Mm. To Carly it matters because she also has a full-time job. But to me it doesn't matter mm. because I've had the luxury of not really understanding how... Like what a regular human schedule is. I've always been this way. I've never had like a real quote unquote nine to five job mm-hmm. with like health benefits and stuff <laughs> and whatever else y'all get is must be must be nice. But like I don't I just don't have I've never operated that way. It's mm-hmm. very much like I have an idea. Cool, gonna make that idea work. That's how it's always been. Um, I don't remember what the question was. Oh, how does it happen? Or just like, like how that. do you keep going? Yeah, how do you? Yeah, just just like that. I just have an idea, and then I'm like, okay, let's do oh, it. You also and I just drag everyone along. <laughs> <laughs> you also mentioned that you quit your job in 2019, and I'm curious what you were doing. Like, what was the oh, job? Oh, um, I was a full-time dance teacher at um, a studio in Kirkland, and that was kind of. That taught me a lot. I taught, I think, for six and a half years at that studio, and I pretty much... Ballroom. Yeah, it was mostly ballroom, and I taught all ages, and that's where I started teaching heels as well. But I had... First, I started with, like, a class, and then I turned that class into a performance team, and then I think by the time I left, I had five performance teams. And that was kids... Two kids groups and three adults groups of... Um, various levels and that's when I did like all the choreography all the music, all the costuming and performances for them and I think 
I loved that job, but I just felt like it wasn't, like I wanted to create the same thing, but under my own terms. I feel like I really hit a ceiling there, and um, yeah, I think, I think that prepped me for Z Theory a lot, because I'm pretty much now doing exactly what I've already done at that studio. Logistically. Logistically speaking, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I think the lesson from that was just because you're really, really good at something doesn't necessarily mean that it's your purpose mm -hmm. and that you should be feel obligated to do it. I'm putting in my two weeks. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> RJ, are you sending an email right now? Stop. <laughs> We're filming a podcast. <laughs> Hello, boss. I quit. Thanks. <laughs> Nat said so. Or did you put your pants on? <laughs> Honestly, though, quitting was like, tormenting for me. And that's why mm -hmm. I think I've been realistic with with you both when you talked about quitting your job. I'd be like, okay, hold on. Hold your horses. Mm -hmm. Like, great. Appreciate this energy. <laughs> been there, done that. Let's make a plan. Mm -hmm. Like, let's let's talk about this because I felt like... I really had it together when I quit, and I went right into So You Think You Can Dance the mm -hmm. day after I quit. Like, I was oh. felt like on a high, and I had all these plans, and I think for me, I just, I didn't have a community, I don't think. I didn't have nearly as much of a community as you have right now with mm -hmm. your group, um, and I just got so sad because I'm like, oh, I'm doing... Tess is, Tess is grabbing getting a blanket. A blanket. <laughs> Very silent. How are you cold? Huh? Alcohol makes me cold. Oh, oh my god. Oh, so sorry that you're Tessa fine. interrupted your oh, you're heartfelt story. I, I approve of the posies. Yeah. So, um, community. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I was yeah. like, I'm going to spend this year and only focus on myself. And I danced every day. I was like, I'm going to dance 365 days and then in you a posted row. And post it on day. Instagram mm -hmm. and it's going to change my entire life. And I'm going to make all these projects and blah, blah, blah. And, oh my God, that was like probably the worst year of my life. That was definitely the worst year of my life. By day 365 of that year, I was... I was about to start, I was in the middle of developing Z-Theory. I was, I was uh, starting the logo and working on our first piece. I was also in the middle of like a huge breakup. I was also in the middle of feeling completely dependent on someone. Mm. And like I didn't have anyone to talk to. And like I didn't have a community of people and that I could only do things myself, but I no longer had the energy to do those things myself. So it was just like not, not a good place. Mm -hmm. And I think the main thing is I realized how much teaching kept me grounded. Mm -hmm. That my students like serving was like great. Tried this like selfish artist life for a while. Realized that there needs to be something to offset and something to ground me. Um, where because art is up and down, you know, it's a roller coaster, something where I feel like I am giving back to people and serving people in a way that isn't just like through my creations. Mm -hmm. And that's not for everybody. Some people might do that and be totally fine, but that's definitely what happened to me is I felt like I was missing teaching mm -hmm. very much. Is that also the time when you were like, I can't be friends with my students? Yes. Yes. Very good observation. Um, 
definitely, especially at that studio, there were, um, you know, fairly strict guidelines, which I kind of learned the hard way that it is easier to just set up those walls. Um, and yeah, that year I was very much like, I do not, I do not befriend my students. I teach my students. We do not mix those worlds at all. It's uh, favoritism. It's not appropriate. Uh, and then once 2020 rolled around, that all just kind of flew out the window because... And now look, she's here with her students. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so much better when there's, you know, you know the human behind everything. Um, I also feel like that was the year, 2020 was the year that the teachers really bonded to. Before there was this mutual respect amongst teachers, but we weren't like friends. 2020 was the first you year. because of the pandemic? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Because really? of the pandemic. Were friends? I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that we were like close friends. There was mutual respect amongst oh. everyone, but we wouldn't like hang out. During the pandemic, we actually hung out and talked about non-dance related things and learned about each other as human beings and not just oh, dance teachers. So that was really helpful as well. I totally did not, because I mean, I, I danced at Westlake for maybe a year before the pandemic. Um, and I totally thought you guys were all friends. So. Oh, well, okay, so that's, I don't want it to be misinterpreted. We were friends for sure, but do we get yeah, like. Yeah, fuck those people. But do we get like they brunch? No. <laughs> we don't get brunch, you know? Like now, now we get brunch. Okay. Now we have a text thread. Now we, you know. Gotcha. Um, and what is that text thread called? It's called Existential Crisis Club. <laughs> Apparently, I'm the president. I didn't know this. This checks easy. out. Yeah. <laughs> I was dubbed the president. Does that happen a lot? Do you have a lot of existential crisis? Yeah, we just kind of, we just kind of. I'm not going to say who else is in the is in the chat, but I'll say no, 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 no. <laughs> but whenever anonymity, please. But whenever someone is having existential dread moments, they just text, and we're like, we feel you. Stay strong. You got this. Time to insert Tessa anti-anxiety anxiety meds. Mm. <laughs> you could be our sponsor. I don't even know how that would work. That doesn't make sense, does it? Tessa? Yeah. <laughs> that wouldn't work. I'll work on the branding. Okay. Check back in a week. He's like, I'll find a loophole. I got this. Okay. Uh, I'll find I, a common sense I loophole. always find a loophole. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> don't think too deeply about that. <laughs> oh, have other questions for you. I'm kind of curious just because like shared experience but also like maybe I could also like relate it to myself but I'm curious could you talk about um, a period of time that was like your greatest amount of growth and the period of time of your like most stagnant Good question. Why is Jess so good at this? <laughs> just kidding. I'm just gonna leave. <laughs> yeah the so greatest amount of growth, um, two instances in my life come up and the main similarity between them is while I was doing it, again, I was naive and I had no idea why. And I think that is really important. Um, the first one was when I was 15 and something in my brain clicked and I decided I wanted to be a ballroom dancer and I just trained every single day, took the bus to the studio, trained for three hours, um, took the bus home, did homework, did school, took the bus to Westlake, trained at Westlake for four hours, mom picked me up, repeat the next day. 
every day. Completely happy, completely content. Had no idea where my life was going to go. Um, at that point, I was doing uh, online school, so I kind of had a little bit more flexibility in my schedule, but I didn't have a plan. Mm -hmm. I wasn't like, I'm going to be a dancer in LA, or I'm going to be a ballroom dancer. I was just like, I don't know why I'm doing this. I just need to do it. Um, and the second time was fast forward. I'm no longer a ballroom dancer. I retired at 21, so I'm probably 21 slash 22 now. And very similar to what you are experiencing now is um, there was a group called Westsiders. Mm -hmm. And I got to live in a house with dancers with Erica Fee and Hannah and McKenna. And that was another time in my life where it was really straining on my families because my parents were like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I have no idea, but I'm doing it. And I love it. And I'm so I'm happy. I'm Yeah. <laughs> um, but... Yeah, Westsiders was the community that provided fertile soil for me mm. to grow. And I think I wasn't necessarily trying to be a hip-hop dancer or trying to get booked or trying to do anything. I just was so happy to finally feel at home with a community of people that I just grew the most there because I was not inhibited by my own head. Mm. And ironically, the times I felt most stagnant is probably when I am on my path or on a path, whether someone else put me on that path, like in ballroom, the last year of ballroom dance was torturous for me because I had all these, we pretty much had, you know, all this team of people that we, um, this team of people that was invested in us and to make sure that we competed well, that we performed well, they controlled costumes, the choreography, all of the things, a lot of the creative choices, and that is when I feel like I, um, my growth stagnated the most because I felt like I was living again on somebody else's terms, um, and then years later in 2019, I sort of did that to myself. I put myself on mm -hmm. a path, and I'm like, okay, you have to do this and this and this and this, and I think from the outside... It looks like I grew a lot because that year was the year I forced myself to dance every single day and I released all these projects, but I think that looking back on it, I wish I had been a little bit more kind to myself and let things outside of my control happen more to me. I think I was just so set in my way that I was expecting to bloom before I was ready to bloom. You know, and then that disappointment of like, why am I not doing this good enough? Or why am I not getting better fast enough? That again, stagnated me further. So it was just kind of this loop. And that's why I keep telling you guys, it's like, while you love it, while you just feel like go, mm -hmm. fucking go, because I, you need that feeling to be prolonged for as long as possible. And then you'll find it again. It's like an ebb and flow for sure. But it, yeah that answers the question yeah no it totally did Thank you. and how do you endure that period of like dread like what is it like what is your advice to people who are going through or will go through that to make it to the other side and to not quit mm. like what got you through that um I just knew that I, I, I would get there again 
that I would find a love for it again. I feel like I've wanted to quit dance so many times in my life, and every every time I want to, my relationship to it changes, and it becomes something different, and it means something different. I think maybe advice-wise, I would say be open to dance, to having a different relationship to dance throughout different points of your life, because it's going to change. So release the expectation that it's going to serve you in a certain way because I thought I was going to be a professional world ranked ballroom dancer and then I had back pain and I was like oh can't do that anymore and then dance became healing for me all of a sudden it was like whoa dance can become healing and then dance became freestyle partner work I taught freestyle partner dancing for like three years I want to say that was a whole new world. I was like, how did I live my entire life and not know that I could dance with another human being and not have a pre-designated plan that was created by a team of people <laughs> for me to perform at a competition? That was like a huge, huge uh, revelation in my mid-twenties. And then I was like, wait, I can dance alone and I can feel the same way. I can feel equally empowered. I don't need anybody else. Wait, what? That's cool. And then I was like, yeah, there's just so many, and in my head now, I look back at all those things, and I think of, I mean, to each their own, right, there's, there's like masters of a certain style, but, um, I look at people that have only, like, danced belly their entire life, or danced ballroom their entire life, and I'm like, wow, you just have no idea, like, you have not even experienced, you have no idea how many other avenues there are for this just one medium and it's just so cool that even though I feel like I'm finally niching into one right now that I got to experience all of them and they didn't necessarily have to lead me anywhere they didn't like bring me to Z theory or anything but now I know and there's just like little pockets of magic in all of them and I can be like this butterfly I can just kind of float from one to the other whenever I feel like it and then it's really freeing to know. There was a whole, yeah, I don't think I met you guys yet at this point, but there was a whole point in life where I was teaching fusion partner dancing and I was trying to get all the hip hop dancers to partner dance because they're such good freestylers. Mm-hmm. I got dropped so many times in that year because freestylers are just so used to focusing on themselves that when there's another human being involved, it's just such a... Oh, like physically dropped. Like yeah, yeah, dropped, like dropped <laughs> on my back. Oh my god, <laughs> many times. Oh my god. Um, yeah, but that was like a fun thing to experiment with. We even performed, I think, multiple shows with, um, like with Pat. We had a piece where we had a partner piece, and then we had one with Jason on bow, mm-hmm. where we were partners in Dobby. We had like a little trio. So, yeah, just fun. It's just so fun. That. The importance of community and rising tides and not throwing people overboard. <laughs> you can drop them on their backs, but you can't throw them overboard. Mm-hmm. Not with rising tides. Yeah. The water will catch them. Yeah. Wow. So you can throw them overboard. <laughs> oh my god, so you can actually. <laughs> <laughs> And they'll swim back up and they'll cuss you out and you pull them back. The rising tide also lifts the people that you threw. <laughs> <laughs> so keep that in mind. <laughs>
Okay, one so thing. Now they're just angry. <laughs> one thing that I did love was that um, you talked about how when you like didn't have a set plan for yourself is like when you grew the most. And I think I think for a lot of people, like sometimes not knowing where you're going is like kind of gives you a reason to quit or like you're like, what am I even doing? Mm-hmm. But like the contradiction of not having an idea of where you're going and that's what allows you to grow the most is very interesting. It's just curiosity. It's I don't I can't even tell you. I look back at those times and I don't know what it was still. I'm like, where is that thing? Like, can you give that to me now? I would love that right now. Mm-hmm. I don't feel that way now in my current life. I feel like everything is very planned. I feel like I'm creating a op- uh, community for other people, and I love watching you all grow and you all thrive. Per- on a personal level, I don't feel that, like, oh, I love it, I miss it, I wake up and I'm just, I hop out of bed and I, like, want to go dance. I don't feel that way. And I think I'm just getting to a point in my own personal life where I'm like, okay, I need to accept that maybe that won't happen again for me. Maybe that already occurred. And I need just to be grateful, and maybe that'll happen in some other point <coughs> in my life with some other hobby. I don't know. Singing? Yeah, it might be with singing. It might be with scuba diving. I don't know. It might be with being a mom one day. Like, I, I know that that's that... crazy for me to think about. <laughs> yeah, like, I know, I know that there's magic out there, and I've been blessed to experience it now multiple times in the medium of dance. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I'm, I keep chasing it again here because I've felt it and I've tasted it before and I want it, but it's just not my time anymore for that. I, I don't know if I would say that. I think, because you mentioned the ebb and flow, and so I think it's going to come again. Maybe. And I think it's going to be when you least want it. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. And I think you're going to be a ballerina. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, uh... I don't know, we'll see. At this point, I'm just like, whenever it comes, it comes. Because, like, again, like, I can't explain what that feeling was. I can see it in other people. The first day I met you, RJ, I was like, there it is. Oh, there it she is. She was so naive. Oh, that's so and by cute. she, I mean me. Yeah. So funny. Like, so thankful feeling. for that period of my life. Because now I'm here. But, yeah. That's so funny. Yeah, I was. I remember yeah. walking into, the, into that room and you being like, yeah, I watched Giannis Marshall videos on YouTube. I'm, this is only my, what, third class, you said? Probably, yeah. Yeah, you're like, this is only my third class, but I want to be a dancer. And I looked at you, and I was like, okay. <laughs> then you will bada be a bing, dancer. Boom, yeah. here we are. <laughs> then you will be a dancer. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, there so it cool. is. I think that's something that's really special about you, is you, like, you're able to hold people's dreams when like they're so used to people telling them like no you're to this or that or whatever like you really are just so open to that and it's really like it's very cool people will humor other people's ideas but yeah humor is the key word it's yeah like, oh uh-huh. okay whereas you're like yeah yeah You've no then you're like yeah why not you can do it yeah. i know like, i'm yeah. literally like well then do what what are you doing so yeah go go, go. Yeah. right I feel like I'm that way to Carly a lot because mm. I'm just like, go, go make a project. Go, yeah. let's do it. Let's, I'll be in it. Do you want me to be mm. in it? Do you want me to help? Like, how much do you need? <laughs> um, so, but 
and uh, yeah, with you when you said you wanted to start creating stuff, I was like, go! Yeah. Yeah. Make the stills boring. Yeah. Are <laughs> <laughs> you welcome, Laura? Was your first one? Is that why? The project that never saw the light of that, day. It was like I think that was the first one that I did in Seattle with yeah. with like people here oh, and then were yeah and it was like I did the tangerine one but like oh, yeah. that was just me on your trip. The, it wasn't tangerine. It wasn't on our trip, but it was oh. for create one hundred and one. Yeah, it was create one hundred and one. Oh, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. And so, yeah. And then... Which you didn't yeah. even show to everyone that was in the class. You turned it in late. Oh, I was. I turned it in late. <laughs> on purpose. <laughs> was That's it on purpose? I feel like it yeah, happened. Yeah, it kind of I need to have that class again. I feel like yes. that was yeah, really beneficial too. for people yes, to I just jumpstart. Because there are so many people, too, now that are like starting to do that or like so many people have said, like, oh, I want to do that, but I don't, don't know how. Something yeah, like that class just like... Spark something in my brain. I was like, oh, you just need to know yeah. that, like, you can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can, and you don't need anything. You can just have your phone and that idea, and you can make it work. Mm-hmm. It's almost like um, I have two thoughts. So one, Becky, in response to what you said, the reason I'm like that with people is because that's what happened to me. Mm-hmm. If I think back at it, back into work, back into. Back. If I think <laughs> back to where I was at. 13, okay, my parents put me into dance because I had um, trouble breathing when I was born, and half my body didn't work, so my motor skills were trash, and they couldn't put me into sports because it was I was too fragile, so they put me into oh. dance. That was the, their one reason. They were like, she needs to work on her motor skills, she needs to work on her balance, she's kind of weird, doesn't really like it, it's totally <laughs> fine, we're going to keep her in it because why not? begged to not be a part of it and because of that I was always the underdog mm-hmm. no one really cared they thought I was there for like health reasons and I thought I was there for that too until like what was it 14 or 15 and then I was like no I want to do this and everyone's like <laughs> okay mm-hmm. sure and I was like no I really want to do this mom I actually just told my principal that I'm dropping out of school, I'm just letting you know. Surprise! Yeah. Oh <laughs> I'm just like letting you know that's what You did that? I did that, yeah. <laughs> and I think, I don't remember, I think I might have forged their signature, but I just remember coming home and letting them know. I was like, I just want to let you know. <laughs> yeah, so I decided for online school, I dropped out of <laughs> yeah. the in-person school. Yeah, yeah. I would be doing six hours of dance a day. Yeah. I'm taking the bus, meeting myself there. I, I also, I'm flying someone from Romania? That was Czech Republic. That was, Czech a, little, Republic. That was a little later. <laughs> but yeah, the when I dropped out of school, it was I think that was 15, because I knew what Running Start was at the time, and that mm. was like a program. So I actually took the bus to college and mm. got a pamphlet. And I literally gave my parents a PowerPoint presentation. I was like, this is what I did, but this is free schooling for two years with a flexible schedule and you don't have to pay anything. So you can thank me later. And they just kind of didn't really have any other choice. I think Dude, I at just, 15 you did that? Yeah, yeah. I can I barely do that now. Uh, <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying is I think my students are 15 and I can't mm. leave them alone for 15 minutes to mm. practice on their own without them feeling lost. And I'm like, I don't know what, I think, yeah, I, I don't know what came over me, but apparently I was so confident that my parents were just like, okay, that's fine, <laughs> <laughs> whatever. It doesn't seem like we can argue. Um, 
I didn't know that about like how you started dancing. That is so crazy. Yeah, I just decided. I just decided, and I didn't have um, at that point. It was literally like me, myself, and I in the studio. It was not a teacher guiding me. It wasn't. That was when like the tondus and stuff happened too. I guess I did have that teacher for a while mm -hmm. um, that helped me with the tondus, but I think that was. Oh, that was a little later. Sorry, I'm getting my timeline mixed up. But the point is, is I had a year of my life where I would just bust to the studio, figure it out. Like, mm -hmm. literally look at it through YouTube, figure it out, mimic it, somehow digest it, and then mm -hmm. go to Westlake and take class and just slowly get better over time. Who did you see or, like, what did you, like, what inspired you <laughs> to thing. do that? I have no idea. That's what I'm like saying. Like, who did I, you want to be? I don't know. I have okay. no idea. I was cool. just, I think I was just like, I, I don't know. Hmm. That's the part where I don't really understand. I, I think I was just like, I want to make things. This is the medium that I'm in. I need a partner. And in order to have a partner, I need to be good. And in mm. order to be good, I need to practice. So I'm going to practice. That was just kind of like deductive reasoning. And it felt like as soon as Mario moved here and as soon as we made the things that I wanted to make, mm -hmm. which we made, you know, so many pieces, I kind of felt like, okay, good, that's done. If that's, that's what I wanted, I don't see myself going any further in this, in this lane. Mm -hmm. um, but that was in response to your thing, is, uh, in, in, yeah, to your comment, because I don't feel like, I think my mom believed in me, but my mom believed in me because she was just, I think she was just shocked that I was so confident in myself. I don't, mm -hmm. I don't think she was necessarily like, my child is a star. She was just <laughs> like, okay, she seems like she knows what she wants. Let's just go along with it mm -hmm. sort of thing. I remember my dance teachers at the time that I was taking, you know, the group classes with were like laughing at that idea. And now I'm one of the only people from that that is still dancing and making money off of it. But, um... Yeah, I just don't know so what came over me. So who's laughing now? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Did your parents have any expectations for you? Like, like other than dance, were they like surprised that you decided to do this? We had a deal. I had to get a bachelor's degree. Oh, okay. They really wanted me to. They wanted me to have a corporate job, and they were like, "If you get a bachelor's degree, then we'll know that when your dance career ends, you'll have a corporate job and you'll have a degree to back it up." And I was like, "That's totally fine." Understandable. Well, my mom too. Yeah. yeah, I'll get it. That's fine. I'll get a bachelor's degree if I can keep dancing. So I got a bachelor's. Sorry. Where'd you get your degree in? Bachelor's of Applied Design. Mm -hmm. Got it at 20. I remember. Took 20 credit semesters or quarters or whatever it was. Yeah. It was very, very stressful. And that's why it's so frustrating now is because I remember that part of myself so well. And I just know that that, that was me at my highest potential. You know, mm -hmm. like I can plan and I can work all day to make a cool project happen and stuff. But... Um, that's, that's me using discipline and grit, which is great, but that time in my life was just so, it was something be completely beyond me. And I think this Supernova project is kind of the closest I've gotten to manifesting that in like a, in a community physical reality, because I look at that project, I'm like, dang, I cannot believe we made that. Cannot believe that. I, I cannot tell you how excited I was for this that project.
project. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, I cannot believe we pulled this together. Literally, because, so. um, yeah, from book club, we started journaling, and, like, um, mm-hmm. I started doing this thing where, like, every night I would, like, list, actually from Nicole, Rose, Bud, and Thorn, mm-hmm. and, like, so many nights, mm-hmm. my, my bud of, like, looking forward to something was always Supernova. Oh, yay. Yeah, I just, like... It was definitely worth the stress. It was worth the stress. I think I think the main thing is to it, it doesn't become delusional. So okay, delusional is when you think that you're that, but you put in zero effort, right? Mm. That's when it's de- delusional. It's not delusional when you're like, I see myself as this. Okay, if I'm this, what does this person do? Mm. What do they do? And am I doing those things? Does this person for me, in that time in my life, it was, this person wakes up every day and goes to the studio from 10 to 1, and this is their schedule, and then from 1 to 4, they do blah, 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 and then from 4, they catch the bus, and they go take, like, the 5.30 to 9.30 classes at Westlake, and then they get picked up by mom. That's what I need to do in order to be the person I want to be. I have no idea who that is. I'm but. so sore thinking about that. <laughs> <laughs> it was a fun time. I go to two classes in a row and my body's like... No, you're doing it now because you have two hours of Z-theory. Just yeah. think of it as like four hours of training. Yeah, that's true. Because I wasn't in a, any teens back then. It mm-hmm. wasn't, I, was, I could only dream of being. Let's wrap it up. Yes, <laughs> and, yes and, and we're can, ending it. Can, like, you can cut out a bunch of stuff, though. Yeah. yeah, exactly. yeah, we went so. into, <laughs> yeah you You'll never know what ships we sank. <laughs> you know what ship we didn't sink? The brand that is ZTheoryDance.com or Move Up oh, Meets Mindset. <laughs> nice, nice. Well, anyway, thanks for being here. Yeah, thanks for, <laughs> thanks for being our first guest. Uh, my pleasure. Yeah, yeah this we'll is check back very in. random and very fun. Yeah. We'll see you next week. Oh my god. Yes, and. Guest, yes, and. <laughs> yes, and we'll see you here next week on Yes, and the podcast where. Movement meets mindset. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> the, podca- the podcast where yes meets and. Oh, yeah. Ooh, I don't like it. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> that wasn't very yes and of me. No. Cut. Cut. No. None tired. of us are very. <laughs> We're not afraid of saying no but. A lot of us are kidding. Yes and, comma, no but. <laughs> I like it. Yep. Like this it. has been RJ, Becky, and Tessa Tessa123. Here on Yes And. Thank you for joining us, everyone. <laughs> we will be here when we are here, whenever we're here, whenever we decide to be here, whenever we get the shit edited and posted to the interwebs. Thank you for listening. It has been our pleasure. Yes And out. <laughs> nice. I like it. Boom. <laughs>